Hey Radio Nonsense listeners, if your grotty bleaters, sorry, grown-ups, want to help support this podcast, then they can sign you up to the Linda Edition via Apple Podcasts or Acast Plus. The Linda Edition is a version of this very show where adverts appear as often as Linda does, which is never. Yes, including this annoying advert at the beginning. You'll also get the podcast a whole day earlier than everyone else, and you never know, if enough people sign up, there might be bonus content too. Get those grotty bleaters to hit the button on Apple Podcasts, or find the confusing link in the podcast blurb to do it on Acast+. Plus. Linda? You hear that, Linda? You have your own edition of the show, Linda? You are listening to... Comedy Club for Kids presents... Hello and welcome to Radio Nonsense, the official comedy club for kids podcast for all ages from <laughs> to <laughs> and everything in between. I'm Tiernan, like always, I suppose. And this week, um, listeners, I have been wondering about superglue. Do you know the special sort of glue uh, that cheese sandwich brains, sorry, grown-ups, often used to stick, uh, well, everything. You know, like when you break a toy, they fix it back together with superglue. When furniture breaks, they fix it back together with superglue. They stick broken ornaments together. They stick the cat to the sofa, their house keys to the ceiling, all of their fingers together, and pretty much anything else uh, that you can think of, right? Um, Well, what I want to know is, is superglue the superhero for other glue. Like, do glue sticks, when they get in trouble, have to call, hey, superglue, help me out, I can't stick this thing, and then superglue has to put on a little... Oh, excuse me. That shouldn't be happening during the show. That is so rude. Um, one second. Hello? Did I? I'm pretty sure I introduced the show properly, didn't I? Hang on. Let me just rewind and have a little listen. Hobbles and weebles to rabbly nabbly, the affably comably, cabbly fabbly, podably fabbly, albly, uglies falam, scrouch, tubles, blouch, ebles, teebles. Ugh, well, that was weird. Well, thanks for letting me know, mysterious caller. Right, well, I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, Let me try again. Uh, Hello and welcome to Radio Nonsense, the official comedy club for kids podcast for all ages from. Two. And everything in between. I'm Tiernan and... What is it this time? What, again? No, I'm so sure that was correct. Okay, if you're certain. Right, let me just go back and check. Well, howdy doody, pooples. It's time for Rudolph Noodles, the one and only Mushroom Explorers Club radio show for everybody with all types of hats from top to woolly and it looks like a strawberry on your head and everything else too. I'm Trevor Gravel and... Well, that didn't make any sense at all. It didn't sound like me in the slightest. Okay, well, thanks for letting me know again, strange caller person. I'm glad you're keeping tabs on this. Okay, I'll try again. Third time lucky, right? Hello, and welcome to Radio Nonsense, the official comedy club for kids podcast for all ages from... to... and everything in between. I'm Tin... No! What? How is that possible? Yes, go on then. I'm 107% certain that I didn't, though. 
Okay, okay, look, I'll check this last time. Hold on. Uh, sorry, I can't even listen to that all the way through. That is awful. Well, look, listeners, I'm so sorry again. I'm really not sure what's wrong with me today. Um, yes, you're right. I, I might try again later. Thank you. Have a little breather, you know, and try something else for a bit. Okay, let's take a rest and look in the mailbag. Uh, this week, a huge thanks to Laughing Ninja, who gave this show a lovely review on Apple Podcasts, saying, This is an amazing podcast. Dear Tin, and can you read this out? I am a potato with huda 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 on the end, and I like eating toilets that are raw and have avocado chilies in them while riding a rhinoceros. Well, um, I am honoured, Laughing Ninja, that a potato like yourself took the time to review the show, even if I, I have to say I don't agree with your dietary habits. Raw toilets? Uh, you should grill them and have them with mayonnaise. That is a fact. But well done for eating them while riding a rhinoceros. That can be quite tricky, um, especially using a, a knife and fork. Um, then there was also this brilliant review on Apple Podcasts from Kira Poopmaster that says, Honestly amazing. I have a great poem. Roses are red. Violets are blue. I love farting hippos. And so should you. Oh, bravo. Bravo, Kira. Poopmaster. Poetry master, more like. Oh, wait, hang on a second, Kira. Poetry master? Ah, just brilliant. I love that. Thank you for that very, very much. And don't forget, if you would like to review the show, you can do it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or by writing a review on a leaf and asking an ant to carry it to everyone they know. Um, It really does help other silly billies find this show, so thanks to those of you that do it. And mostly, if you would like to send in a question um, that you need answered on Radio Nonsense, then, oh, I really, really need some. The question pile is not only nearly empty, but it's almost in minus questions. So if you have anything at all that you want to ask, then please get your cheese sandwich brains. I'm sorry grown-ups to help you email me at podcast at comedyclubforkids.co.uk and if those same grown-ups would like to help support this show they can sign you up to the linda edition on apple acast plus or patreon for just 2.99 a month and you will get an ad-free linda free version and every show you'll get one day earlier than everyone else too uh do also check out our live shows at comedyclubforkids.co.uk as well okay so no what do you want but I just said loads and loads of stuff, and I said all the reviews, and I gave all the plugs. Fine. I will check. I honestly have no idea what's going on. This is so, so strange. Okay, I'm going to work out what's happening. You listen to this most importantest bit. You stick this noise in your ear holes, scrubblers! What would happen to the sound of the bell if we removed the air around it? Returning to the podcast this week, it's the fantastic Charlie Vero Martin, a.k.a. Charlie Zero Fartin, global anti-fart campaigner, a.k.a. Cha-Cha V's from the realm of the wild umbrellas, and as all our Catalan-speaking listeners will know you, Una Vigada La Vague Vera Estenerda a Una Cabra. But of course, Charlie, most of our listeners will know you for your undefeated reign as Global Extreme Conquer champion, for your solving of the mystery of how shoes end up on top of bus stop shelters, and most famously, for your series of history books called, I don't know, I wasn't born then, so stop asking me. Um, Charlie, it's so nice to have you back. How are you doing? Hello. 
thank you so much. And thank you for that wonderful introduction. I'm so glad that you've been paying attention to my, my CV. Of course. Of course. It's hard because you're very busy. You do a lot of stuff. I am very busy. Uh, and, you know, I'm so glad that my master's degree in modern history mm. has gone has gone to good use with that book, um, finally solving the the riddles of shoes on bus stops and it's all the great. really important questions your history i'm not very good with history stuff because i i tell you i don't know how you feel about it obviously you, you're a, you're a specialist in it my problem with mm. history is that it keeps happening so you think yeah. you've learned all of it but then like there's yesterday and then there's yesterday mm. again or there's five minutes ago and so there's always history so you can never catch up with it um mm. and what i liked about your book is you sort of went oh, i don't know so who cares i wasn't there and and that's a lot yeah. of it, and I, I I enjoyed that. Yeah, and do you know what? That's uh, I gained a lot of respect for that in the in the academic world because mm. that is often the only truthful uh, response we can give. Yeah, people look at academia, academia, and they look at history. They look at a history textbook, and they say, "Well, this is fact." And at the end of the day, sometimes, well, it's not because you weren't really there. Yeah. How do you know? Because I always think like you see like um like the Colosseum in in Rome, mm. and they're like this is where gladiators fought lions and and did all this. And you think it might be, or it maybe they built it as a prank. You never know because you know what you weren't there. Yeah, weren't there. They, all those yeah. Romans could have been. You know, it would be funny. We build a big place and draw some pictures of lions in it, and everyone will think that's what happened. But actually, we just ate soup. Yep. I mean, so many things in history were pranks. A lot of them, we, you know, pe lots of very clever people have done a lot of research and, uh, you know, talked to a lot of people and read a lot of things. And it, most of it probably is true. But uh, every now and then, sometimes it's good to question. It's good to question. And there's a whole, there's a whole chapter of historians who, um, who just sit around and argue about when history was. You know, really? does yesterday count as history? How far back modern history at the University of St. Andrews starts in 1450? That's, That's what they've decided. That's when modern history starts. Hang on. Do they mean yeah. like on a clock? So is it 10 to 2 in the afternoon? Is that what they mean? Or do they, or do they mean the year... 1450. You mean 10 to 3. I'm, 10 sorry. To 3. I'm sorry. Oh, to my goodness. I can't even tell the time. This is terrible. We have, we have, we have very clever people listening who will be sitting here very confused by that. Sorry, listeners. He meant ten to three. Yeah, I did. I did mean ten to three. I got, uh, I got overexcited by when history was. Um, and uh, well, that that's now that's in the past. In the past, mm. I got the time wrong, but now I yep. will get the time right. So that's fine. Yep. Yeah. But they, yep. As long as. Yeah, they meant as long the year, as you keep right? Building towards the yeah. future. <laughs> That's what you got to do. Is that so? Yeah. So uh, uh, let's pretend I never said that. So did they mean ten to three, or did they mean the year fourteen fifty? You know, I always assumed it was the year fourteen fifty, but now that you say that, I I think that's I think that's I think I need to write another book yeah, all about that question because they say if fourteen fifty the year is modern history. How is that modern? They didn't even have TVs or scooters um, or toasters. Mm. Like, how is it mod? Like, when you say modern, like, what do you, what do you think of if I say the word modern? 
Charlie? So I think their argument is that that's the birth of the printing press. But I agree with you that we've got a lot more modern things since the printing press. So do we need to have a modern, a more moderny modern era Whoa. for toasters? Yeah, Mod- moderny modern history. Yeah, modern, moderny modern, modern history. history. Yeah, because then sometimes, this is what confuses me, sometimes people say postmodern, and I think, is that mm. when you send things by email, is that modern post? Or is it when you just send things by airmail? I don't know which mm. what, what postmodern is. Like postmodern, how... modern post. Wow. Yeah, because people used to send things by like a horse would have to carry them on a cart and or a or a pigeon yeah. or or an owl. I think in in some magic worlds they send owls, but in in like current times we don't need to do any mm. of that. So we've got post we've got postmodern. Yeah, and know. there was that brief time where people used faxes. But that was mad. I think we've all just forgotten about that year. And none of the listeners will know what that is, but there was a weird machine that would make all these noises. And then a bit of paper would come out of it and all the text would be sort of blurred and you wouldn't have a clue what it said. And then people would say it was important. You had to file it somewhere. And I still don't really know what any of that that was about. Yeah, that was. I think that's an era we've decided as historians to just skip over. Yeah. Um, Because I technically was there for some of that. Right. So I could write a book. but So I didn't cover that in my book. I only covered in my book eras that I wasn't there for. Yes, that makes sense. And I I think Um, that's a good... Because you've got to have a theme. I think you could then have another... I think a follow-up book where you were there, but you weren't paying attention. That's also mm, a really strong subject for a book, isn't it? Yeah. Wasn't there, but didn't really notice um wasn't there but i was eating a sandwich yeah Yeah. wasn't there but uh i was looking for my shoes um (laughs) it's a whole series (laughs) you know and i think it's again honest and authentic to the human experience there's lots of things can be going on in the world and um some things we really care about but sometimes you're just trying to find where you put your shoes. I think that's really important because without shoes, you're in a lot of trouble. Um, mm. You know, how do you, you can't really go for a walk without your shoes on. There's yep. so and if we, can't, if we can't put our shoes on and go out and do things, well, who's going to make the history? Yeah. If we all sit in our houses with no shoes on, nothing's happening. And then what are future historians going to write about? Wow, that's that's deep, and that's it's so important, so important. I'm I'm glad you're doing this. And I mean, you know, I, I don't mean to sort of link this back because I know I know there were separate works, but you did sort of point out, you know, the, the you did solve the mystery of how shoes end up on top of bus stops. Mm. Is is that something you found out while you were looking for your own shoes? Were you were you were you thinking I don't need to write about this history because I wasn't there? I need to look for my own shoes. Oh my goodness, they're on top of a bus stop. Yeah. I mean, it's that thing, isn't it? When you start thinking about it, you start to notice it everywhere. Mm. And I think I think you're right. That's what happened. I, I spent so long looking for my shoes and then I was just seeing shoe, shoes everywhere um, on bus stops. Sometimes I, there, I did think about doing a second book because I had so much data on this mm. um, about, you know, when you just see that one shoe 
on top of um like a gate mm, or you yeah. know those you know how you get those posts uh you know on top of what you just see one shoe yeah um but my publisher and i decided it was better to hone in on just the bus stops for this right. for this edition that's interesting because it, it, it's one of the things i'm always curious about is how i can't work out how you lose one one shoe because mm. do you have to hop all all the way home is that how it works i guess so unless maybe they have a, a roller skate on that one shoe and someone just pushes them along oh that's nice yeah that's yeah they good. just skate on one leg all the way home i once left one shoe on a train <laughs> just and one. never got it back yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how uh, were you wearing were you wearing them or were they extra not. shoes? They were right. They, they were, were extra, extra shoes. I had them in a bag and I put them on the shelf above you on a train. Mm. And as I got off, I, I picked up the bag and a shoe must have rolled out. Right. Um, so when I got home, there was only one shoe in the bag. Um, one of one one time, my best friend lost both of her shoes at a Radiohead concert. Wow. Yeah. What? So she had to go home with no shoes, or she no shoes on. Her feet were very sore, and and smelly, probably. Yeah, yeah very horrible. dirty. How would you? Yeah, I just, I yeah, I can't imagine. So, so I, I, I like babies lose shoes, right? So I, I don't know if you've mm. seen them do this. They're quite reckless. They'll often just while they're being pushed yeah. along, they'll just take a shoe off and fling it somewhere. I get that, but when you when you're growing up, like you tie them, you tie them on, or you attach them onto your foot. They've got things that mean you can't just slip mm. them, slip a shoe off, and then you've got to still keep going. So, so I always wondered when I would see that one shoe: is it you know one shoe from a pair of shoes who's tried to escape by itself? Is mm. it got sick of its you know? Because it must be hard for shoes. They've always got to hang out with the other one. What if they don't get mm-hmm. along? Does one of them have to just try and? get out yeah. there and do its own thing um but you're telling me no it's it's people who 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 lose a shoe while wearing them that blows mm. my mind yeah and it's probably because they're paying attention to a lot of other things you know you can't pay attention to everything all at once so ah, do you think they're focusing on history too much i think maybe that's i think we've cracked it yeah uh wow. that's gonna i'm gonna do a a second a second edition with this new revelation in it um i will i will credit you in oh the book. thank you that's very kind of you i mean i don't i don't feel you have to I've, you know this has all come from your your hard work and obviously you started with the bus stop shelters which are a a particular it's, it's also one of those things that not enough people know about unless they're on the top deck mm. of a bus looking mm. down or, or from a yeah. high window and you can look on top of a bus stop and there's nearly always a pair of shoes there. Yeah. Um, or if you're a squirrel. Yes. I think I think squirrels must get very upset sometimes because they they move into a tree thinking, this is nice, I've got a nice view of a bus stop, um, this will be fine. And then one day they look out their, their tree window and they see there's a pair of shoes there. Yeah. And they say they didn't order that. But they're too small to move them. So yeah. they're never in school yeah. sizes, are they? Which is no, fair. they have tiny shoes. Yeah, I bet they do. Yeah, yeah, they're very hard to find. Yeah, 
Unless you're a squirrel, they can find them quite quickly. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably sort of along, buried with acorns somewhere. Mm, mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, uh, I think this is this is fascinating. I, I think it's, um, you know, pe- people maybe have been losing lots of things because they, I, I, you know, people sometimes say, "Where are my keys?" It's like, well, if you weren't researching ancient Egypt, you'd have them. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas I yep. lost that pen. Um, that's because you're looking too deep into the Mayans civilization. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. The number of times I've, I've misplaced my glasses just thinking about the Vikings. Well, I can, I can imagine that happens a lot. Yeah. That mm-hmm. happens a lot. Vikings are, I think, do you know, I actually, you've reminded me Vikings are, I always thought Vikings were like super exciting. So when I was like a kid, I always thought they have like horns on their helmets and, and they had like uh, axes and and it's all Vikings. We destroy stuff. And then when you Mm. like learn about them, most, mostly they just did farming. Mm, That is not, not as exciting. Yeah. A lot of braiding each other's hair as well. Right. Yeah. Nice though. (laughs) That is nice. Yeah. And beards. Mm. Sometimes they braided beards. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is amazing. Um, But it's less, it's it's a lot more chilled, basically. They were really chilled. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The chilled Viking feels like that should be a storybook. (laughs) (laughs) Gregor the chilled Viking. Oh, I like that a lot. (laughs) That's very good. That is very good. Um, yeah, that is, but then, you know, I suppose there's also something, maybe they were pranking with all the sort of axes stuff yeah. and actually they were yeah. just chilling. Yeah. Yeah. They were quite nice. Who knows? Um, I'm sure there are lots of people who have done a lot of excavation and, you know, it's, it's, I love looking at, um, you know, when they, they have all these drawings of what they think dinosaurs looked like Yeah, yeah based yeah. on their skeletons. And then over the years, they've discovered they didn't look. They, they're actually more like giant chickens. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or even with even with today's animals, you know, they they um they they uh, they apply the same techniques of if we just found the skeleton, this is what we think the animal would look like, and it's always got massive fangs, and it's like really scary and dragon like and then it turns out it would look like a rabbit like <laughs> <laughs> oh do you know i does that make you feel like animals aren't trying hard enough because like rabbits rabbits you know they well they they do okay rabbits but they often get eaten by foxes and and badgers and mm. things like that if they were trying properly you know, they could have fangs, they could have big scary eyes. They're not I don't like maybe yeah. they're not putting in the effort. Yeah, but but then again it's because they're quite chill. Yeah. You know? Why yeah. why should everything be scary looking when you can just have a nice time? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I like And also yeah. rabbits are known for being very lazy. Um, if you really irritate a rabbit, it can be very scary if it wants to be. Sure. So you are right. There may be just, it's a it's a choice, you know. Sometimes you've got to decide, am I going to look really, really scary today or am I just going to be a rabbit? <laughs> that's a nice, that's a nice way. Am I going to be a chilled Viking rabbit? I like that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs> listen, Charlie, you know, as always, you know, 
we barely got to the the, the subject matter of, of, of this no, show, but, of but you are already you've already educated, you've already informed. Uh, I I'm hoping listeners are hearing this and it's already blown their mind. I mean, I'm worried they will have been paying too much of attention, uh, too much attention to, to our conversation. Therefore, they will have lost their shoes already. Um, oh, I'm so sorry if you all have cold feet. I'm really sorry. Yeah, that could be a problem. But um, but then maybe mm. they shouldn't have been. It's their fault. They should have been listening. They shouldn't have been paying attention. So yeah, yeah. Um, well, look, I, you know, uh, I've asked you uh, on the show again, really, and I'm so grateful you could do it um, because we have had a question that I think you are the perfect mm-hmm. person to answer. Um, but uh, a bit like last time, really, I've got some admin questions for you first. Is that okay? Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Um, the first one is, uh, I think you're aware, but th- this is an audio podcast. So, um, mm-hmm. like, our, our listeners can't, they can't see you. They can't see your amazing hat. I'm, I am sorry about that. I should have warned you. Um, but, uh, you know, they can hear everything and they, and they listen to it, tend to listen to it with their ears. They might listen with their bums, with their elbows. I don't really mind, <gasps> you know, however they wow. want to listen. Um, and so I just wondered if you had a favorite noise that you could make for us. Uh, <laughs> that is it's a good noise, isn't it? That's one. That's a wonderful noise. Yeah, yeah. It's it's often the noise I give when I I don't know what to do or say or think. Let's go. <laughs> it's a good. It's a very good noise. It's quite hard. I imagine it'd be quite hard to interrupt that noise or or really follow yeah. it with any sort of question. Mm, mm-hmm. I think because everyone on a on a very human level just understands it. Mm. It's um, you know, no no more has to be explained. Do you, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. I, I do you think it would be good to get out of difficult situations with that noise? I, I feel like if somebody asked me, uh, like, well, you know, did you eat the last biscuit? And then you just go, and like, I feel like they couldn't, yeah, they, they couldn't, yeah. um, they couldn't do anything else about it, you know? Yeah, also because it sounds a little bit like a motorbike. So sometimes it's good if you're avoiding situations, if someone asks you something and you just go, and you just run past them really fast. <laughs> they think, oh, well, that wasn't Charlie. That was a motorbike. Um, and you good. avoid the question. That's really good. I never thought about the motorbike. I thought that's interesting. To me, it sounded a bit like a sort of, uh, like a kind of, uh, not dull, uh, but like a kind of, like a, a sort of slightly bored goat. Yes. Yeah. Um, And so, again, it works both ways. If I'm in central London, um, most people, if I use the noise to get out of a situation, they think it's a motorbike. But if I'm out in the country, Mm. then I think sometimes they think, oh, that wasn't Charlie. That was just a a befuddled goat. Wow. It's such a useful noise. Did you? Mm, It's very flexible. Yeah. I was going to say, how did you discover you could do it? just fell out of my mouth one day <laughs> just came right up from my soul wow. out of my mouth it's great yeah it's really um it's really a special noise i recommend I, it yeah i hope listeners uh really do take that in and use it more i'd like to hear more people use that actually mm, yeah. mm-hmm. 
Probably not when I'm asking them questions. I'd find that really annoying. No. <laughs> but when talking to almost, particularly, <laughs> I think when talking to their own grown ups, they should use it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. You it's do really have good. to go quite dead in the eyes with it and mm. open your mouth very, let your jaw drop open. <laughs> It's good. It's yeah. It's good. It's like um, it sort of reminds me of like brain freeze in a sound. Mm, yeah, it's the vocalization of brain freeze. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I, I hate brain freeze, and that that that's, oh gosh, that's how yeah, it feels to me. Yeah, <laughs> always comes from all the best foods as well. Like I, when ice cream gives mm. you brain freeze, I feel betrayed. I feel like, but your yes. ice cream, you're like the tastiest. Why would you hurt my brain? Yeah, it's like the opposite. You know when people say oh, every cloud has a silver lining? Mm. It's like the opposite of that because, well, this is a really good thing with a really – and the brain freeze is the, 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 the horrible lining, <laughs> the, the yeah. shadowy lining. Yeah. Every ice cream has a shadowy brain freeze. <laughs> <laughs> That's the phrase. That's the phrase right there. Every ice cream yeah. has a, a shadowy brain freeze. That's a, that's yeah. an important life lesson. Wow. Well, listen, Charlie, yeah. that is a, that is an amazing noise. Thank you very much uh, for bringing that to the show. Thank uh, you. I don't think anyone has or probably will ever bring a noise that, that powerful uh, to, to the show again. Wow. Um, it was great. I love it. I'm going to try and use it in, in life. Um, and and the other the other thing I've got to ask you, of course, is that this show is uh, suitable for people of all ages, um, except 100. Long story, we don't go into it. But every other okay. age, apart from 100, this show is suitable for. And so I just have to check if there are any rude words that you won't be saying. <sighs> Bumhead. Wow. 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 Yeah. I'm going to try really hard to not call anyone a bumhead. Yeah. Is that is that hard for you to not to not call people bumheads? You know, if as long as they don't upset me, mm. I won't be calling anyone a bumhead. But sometimes in life you meet people and they are just really massively big bumheads. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I agree and I I think it's it's a it's an awful thing to call someone because mm. um I mean for a start it means that they've probably got bad breath. If you if you if you have a mm. bum for a head, your breath is gonna be stinky. Yeah. 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 Uh and and your hair is sort of fluffy bum hair. Like it's <laughs> it's, it's quite there's you know, it means there's it means there's some really or or you can't wear a hat, you have to wear pants on your head. I mean it's mm -hmm. yeah. It's a bad time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But um but some people some people enjoy being a bumhead. They do. Um yeah. and but we're we're not gonna think about them. And I'm not I'm not I'm not that this is the last you'll hear me talk about bumheads. I, I, I appreciate it. I do have to I do have to share because one thing is always people who are bumheads, do they have head bums? Like is their head on their bum? Because that like how do they sit down? Because then it must be like you gotta you gotta sit down, but then you squish your nose and your and your face. Mm. Or do they just have the one head they've... and it's a bum? Yeah, they've got double bums. Double They're just so bums. full of bums. 
that's yeah. awful. Yeah, that's really awful. Yeah. Yeah. And how and how yeah. do you feel about the American like sort of because we do have some of our listeners are in America and, and some oh. uh, I think some are in some are all over the place. Some are in space. I don't really know where they all are. But, you know, oh, wow. how do you feel about butt, butthead? Is butthead as good? Yeah. I think, you know, you know, I hadn't considered the translation. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I think butthead might be even more rude than bumhead. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Because you know how sometimes in, a, in, in the UK, sometimes we use rude words affectionately. Mm. So I do occasionally call my husband a bumhead. Um, <laughs> But that's okay yeah. because he knows I love him. Sure, sure. But I don't think I would call anyone affectionately a butthead. I think that's just always got negative connotations. Wow. Wow. So in which case I have to ask, will, are you going to be saying butthead during this show? I know you're I not going not to say I will not be saying butthead. Right. right. Well, I, 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 I'm even less likely to say butthead, wow. I think. Well, I've... Yeah. I, I appreciate it, Charlie. Thank you very much for not saying bumhead. I certainly wouldn't dare say it on on a show like this, uh, and I definitely mm. wouldn't say butthead either. So thank you for for not saying that word too. Um, yeah, I'm glad we I'm glad we've agreed on that. Absolutely, one hundred and uh, and twelve percent. I think even. Um, right. Well, well, Charlie. Listen, this is the question. This is a big question. Um, okay. I've got to ask you. And this has been sent in by uh, just in time. Who I I'm, mm-hmm. I'm certain that is their real name. I think oh, I think Justin Time name. is. I I think their parents called them that, knowing that they had arrived just just when they needed them to probably. Yeah. Yes, yeah. just in time, and their age is. <laughs> um, they are aged one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, zero. So what's that? Is that one? Twelve, twelve oh, gosh, million. I need to write that. Twelve million three hundred forty-five thousand six hundred seventy-eight. Oh no, I've missed. I've missed a bit. They might be billions. They're very old. Oh wow! Yeah, they're very old. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm honoured. It's always nice to have one of the elders. Um, yeah. Well, you know, you have to wonder. Their surname is Time. In. Maybe they're from the family that invented Time, <gasps> the original. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, I wouldn't know because I wasn't there. Of course. Yeah, of course. And that's, I think, probably the same because I'm worried now I insulted them earlier by not knowing how to say what the time was. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe maybe they've already switched off. Maybe we can make it up to them by answering this question. I hope so. And they'll forgive you. I hope so. I hope so. Um Well, it's a big question and I hope you're ready for this. I, I feel okay. like you can do this, but... um just in time asks, I would like to know what would happen if cows ate all of the grown ups in the world. Wow. Yeah. That is a big question. Mm. And I'm glad you've come to me. Um so I have some thoughts on this. First of all, I'm just gonna check in. Are we assuming in this in this world, right? So the cows have eaten all the grown-ups, which, to be honest, fair enough, because grown-ups have been eating cows for a long time. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Even Stevens. Yeah. Yeah. So I can understand why they would 
they'd be doing that. I'm going to assume that they've, they've only eaten the grown-ups, so all the kids and all the other animals are as they are. They're fine, right? Are we thinking that? I think so. I mean, that's Justin's only put grown-ups and, and very stupid yeah. grown-ups, yeah. I mean, I don't know if we really want to get into because it's quite a gruesome thought. Um, at what point do you become a grown-up and therefore get eaten by a cow? Um, that's tricky, isn't it? I think... I think it's probably... I, I mean, some people say it's when you when you become 18 years old... I think mm. it's more when you say really boring things like, can you just give me a minute or oh, yeah. have you seen what's on the news or, you know, mm. talk a lot about the weather. I think there's, I think there's other indications that you've become a great. Right. Yeah. 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 You start paying taxes and then the yeah. cows start creeping in. Yes. Um, yeah. That's, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm assuming this is an ongoing thing. It's not like, I'm, or I mean, maybe, maybe Justin's suggesting that one day the cows just go, that's it, eat all the grown-ups. And then after that, they don't eat anymore. Like people are allowed to become, or is it just a, is it a regular thing that this is life now? When you become a grown-up, you get eaten by a cow. That's tricky, isn't it? Because I, so I don't know enough about uh, cows, really. I worry if mm. I looked into them, I'd lose my shoes. So, um, but they do, <laughs> they do, um, they spend, I know they spend a lot of time just chewing. So like when they eat grass, they have to spend mm. a long time chewing it. So I don't know how they'd get round all the grown-ups because they'd have to spend a mm. lot of time just chewing and eating one grown-up. It would take them ages. Yeah. Um, but they're also not doing much else. Yeah. But then I guess, so I suppose, um, you know, to, to I guess maybe Justin already has this worked out. His question is, what happens next? Mm. And I I have two thoughts. There are two ways this could go mm. in my, in my right. book, right, okay. that I've not written yet. Um, either the cows eat all the grown-ups, and then go back to just being cows, continuing their cow lives. Mm. And then that means the kids and the other animals can do what they want without any grown-ups there. Now, that's one, that's one scenario. I think the second scenario is far more likely, is that the cows eat all the grown-ups, and then they take on the roles of grown-ups, wow. all their jobs. So... You know, all the grown-ups get eaten, and now your teacher is a cow. Your postman is a cow. The prime minister is a cow. Yeah. I think that might be the more likely scenario. I'm not sure. I'm just serving up both those scenarios. I, I would love to know what you think. I think that's an. I think that's incredible. And I, I do you know what? I'm going to go out there and say I think the world would be a nicer place if. Mm. cows had all the jobs that grown-ups had instead mm -hmm. can you imagine can you imagine if if like te if your teacher was a cow what would you learn you'd learn mm -hmm. how to sit down when it's going to rain um mm -hmm. yeah i think that's it i think that's yep. all and then you could play so <laughs> that's a pretty great day yeah and yeah. uh if, if a cow was prime minister what would the the there'd probably be more grass everywhere? That's nice. Yep. 
Yeah. We like grass. I tell you what, because all cows are female, you know, for a while, a lot of people, activists have been saying the future is female. Mm. This, this, they're correct in this scenario. Yeah. Except yeah. the future is female because they're all cows and all cows are female. Wow. Yeah. I had, because you're right. They say only cows. So no, nobody's turning into a bull. Uh, oh, sorry. No, no bull, bulls aren't cows. eating anyone and then for taking their jobs. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if people are mm. turning into them. That's a different uh, scenario entirely. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's very interesting. I, I was just going to ask you because um, obviously cows eat the grown ups, which means those cows aren't vegetarian uh, anymore. Mm. Um, but for. I'm trying to work out because there's lots of different milks now if you're vegan and you don't have cow's mm. milk or, or you can't have cow's milk. You might have oat milk or rice milk or almond milk. What, do you think if cows took over, they'd insist on only vegan milk so they don't have to do, you know, give anyone their milk? Or do you think they'd get rid of, they'd be like anti every other milk because it should be only cow's oh. milk everywhere? <sighs> That's... You know, I think they're quite diplomatic, mm. cows. I think they'd probably allow everyone to choose. That's nice. And some of them would continue still being, you know, if you want if you want cow milk, have cow milk. Because they're going to be drinking cow milk. Yeah, that's nice. Um, and they'll be making up most of the population now. So I think there would probably, you could still get oat milk and almond milk if you wanted to. That's but nice. yeah. I reckon cow's milk would become more mainstream. I, I, here's another question for you then. In some, right. uh, and I'm going to say this with no real knowledge or, um, or, or awareness, but I know that cows mm. are very um, special and holy in certain regions, certain countries. Mm. Do you think those cows would be kind of annoyed at having to then do a, a grown up job instead? Because, like, right now, everyone's like, worship them do you know treat them with a lot of respect because they're all but then they might just have to become an, an accountant or a ca account accountant <laughs> or like you know or just sort of like or work in a shop or something mm. and they might they might be annoyed that that's actually more work than mm. they had to do before i suppose that maybe only the cows that eat grown-ups then take on grown-up jobs mm. Um, so the cows that are already holy, and if they're they're happy just staying as a holy cow, um, they'll probably not eat a grown up. They'll just say, "That's cool. You go do that. I'm good as I am. Right. Um, I'm just gonna stay here and be a holy cow. Maybe they'll maybe they'll actually become, you know, priests and things. You know. Oh, that's a point. Because yeah. that's gonna be happening elsewhere. Where cows weren't originally so holy, but because of the grown-ups are gone, we're going to need someone to be priests and things and yeah. vicars. Um, Gosh, that's so interesting. Yeah, we'll actually end up with a lot more holy cows. I think as a result. Right, right, right. Wow. And I, in different yeah. religions. Um, one thing I have, so I I know a couple of facts about cows that oh. might make it. Yes. Um, so apparently, um, so I was thinking about cows becoming security guards because 
cows don't need to sleep much. Did you realize you always see cows sitting down, but you don't really see them sleeping. They actually only need, um, what was that? Well, they don't, they don't need much sleep. So right. I thought they'd be really good at being security guards. Wow. However, they do sit, they do need to sit down for up to 10 hours a day. Right, right. So they'd be awake and they'd see people stealing stuff, but they wouldn't necessarily chase after them. No, but you've made me think maybe they'd be quite good at sort of um, driving lorries for a long time or flying planes that oh. go on long journeys because they could sit, but they wouldn't need to sleep. That's so true. Driving trains. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Great. Well, they can do that. Um, that's a really good point. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's they, could, good. That's uh, they could watch... Yeah, they could watch all the TV programs that nobody else wants to watch. Um, they can they can go sit in lectures and listen to people talk yeah. about things that no one else wants to listen to. Um, another issue is that cows find it quite so they have they have a really good field of vision, right? Okay, and. And not well. They can, and they also have a good vision of a field. That's what um, <laughs> I was wondering. Yeah. I could see your yeah. brain about to say that. <laughs> I only just thought it as I said it out loud. It's like field uh, of vision, a vision of a field. So they have a three hundred and thirty degree field of vision. What they can, they've got really good peripheral vision, but they find it really hard to see the color red. Wow. So. I feel like they would maybe make good detectives, but probably not very good firefighters wow. because they wouldn't be able to find the truck, the fire engine. That would be really annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they change the color of fire engines for them. Yeah. Well, also, they couldn't catch anyone red handed because they wouldn't be able to see them. Maybe I'll see their hands if they're oh. red-handed. And but hang on, that's so true. So do you think? Do, I know this is cow facts, but obviously, and and obviously, no grown-ups are going to get eaten by bulls. But they always said like, oh, bulls see like you shouldn't wave red at a bull or it'll get angry. But maybe it gets <gasps> angry because it can't see. It's like, what are you doing? I can't see it. I've got to charge yeah. to get closer to that so I can read it. <gasps> we have just. You're so right. You have you have cracked that. Wow. All these years, Spanish bullfighters. And it's, you know, maybe if the flag was purple, the bulls wouldn't get so yeah. annoyed. Wow, they wouldn't get so close. So. They would just stay where they were and be like, oh, that's cool. You've got a really nice purple flag. I don't need to come any closer. Hang, hang on. You've also, uh, bullfighters, which I have to say, I don't, I don't think it's a particularly nice job, but if, if, if cows are all the grown-ups... Mm. Bullfighters would be cows, and then cows would have to wave flags at bulls. And mm. then I don't know how that I don't know how that works. They'd probably just have a dance instead. That sounds lovely, actually. I'm, I they would do a pasodoble. Oh, it would just be a lot more like strictly. <laughs> well, then this is much nicer. It's much nicer. Yeah. Mm. See, already I think it is kind of a nicer. A nicer world. Um, oh, that was it. I was thinking if they if they sit for ten hours a day, 
with um but they're awake they could be uh, art critics oh yes perfect yeah perfect yeah lovely yeah they could go to the opera for three hours uh watch all these really long films they could go watch Oppenheimer. <laughs> um, they could do the Barbie Oppenheimer double easily. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. But, and and they'd get all their sitting time in and they could write all the reviews. Um, so that's a good job for them. Do you know what, Charlie? I have to say, I think um, I when I saw this question from Justin, I was thinking this is quite big. I don't really know how to, you know, even sort of process this. You've made me realise I think the world would be a much nicer place. Mm. Yeah, if we just let cows eat all the grown-ups. Yeah. Um, and I say this as a reluctant grown-up myself. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I I, I did wonder, is, is, is it... Do Is there some sort of ceremony? Where the... Is it... <laughs> <laughs> Is this some kind of wicker man? Like, or or do they just do the cows just sneak in and there? Sneak in. I think no, Hump. no one would be expecting it because you don't expect a cow to sneak in. That means they'd really catch you unaware. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah, yeah. You one day you're just sitting. Um, you say, "Oh, we need to do a big shop today." Yeah, and then. And then a cow starts nibbling at your ear and you think, fair enough. Yeah. It's, it's my, time. My time's come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <it's, laughs> it is both lovely and or, and terrifying. This is what the scenario that, that's happened here is both one that eventually is more peaceful, but at the time, especially yeah. for, for us grown-ups, it's, it's really quite scary. Yeah. Um, but we all have to make sacrifices. That's for true. a better world. That is true. And a lot yeah. of cows have already done that. So maybe it's time yeah. to swap it around. Yeah. yeah. I heard but... another thing about cows, which again mm. will cement this feeling that you have. Okay. Um, or, or maybe this will put some people off. So cows, in order to reinforce friendships and relationships with each other, lick each other on the face. Wow. Now... That's not something I'm used to doing as a human. No. If I'm like, I, I, I really enjoyed our chat tuning, in, but I don't know if I would want to lick you on the face. No, I, um, no. And I don't know if I would appreciate, but in a world where cows have eaten all the grownups and we've said that they've, we've basically decided that if the, in this scenario, cows take over. Yeah. It could be a world where we all have to lick each other on the face to prove that we're friends. That's horrible. Yeah. Well, actually, we won't. <laughs> we're, we're, we'll have been eaten, so kids will have. Well, to. we'll have been eaten. So, so all, the, all the kids, so that... they'll they'll have to do it. Um, and at mm. least kids don't have beards because that's my worry. Is I've got a beard, people would have to lick my yeah. face, and then they they'd get a horrible beard tongue because they've licked a beard. Mm. Whereas whereas kids yeah. at least don't have. But it's not nice. It's not, yeah. Yeah, maybe I take yeah. it back. Yeah, this is hard. Well, I mean. It's a hard one. I think it's a big, you know, I think what what, what Justin's highlighted is how different a world it, it would be. And, and it would be good, but mm. it would also be bad. Like, it's not, nothing's perfect. It's a bit like yeah. brain freeze. It's brain freeze all over again. Yeah, yeah. Cows, 
cows being in charge, it is the the brain freeze shadow of ice cream. And do you know where ice cream comes from? Cow's <gasps> milk. What? Yeah, apart from, uh, apart from vegan ice cream, obviously. But yeah, yeah. most of it. It's, yeah. Well. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, a cow running an ice cream parlor, they'd be really good at that job. That's true, actually. That is true. Or a milkshake. Endless supply. Yes, yeah. yeah. Milkshakes. Yeah, it's, it would be like the 1950s. Would Would you want to? Like, I'm gonna, let's bring, let's bring it down to this. Would you want to live in a world ruled by cows, Charlie? Yes. Yeah, me too. And do you know why? Also, because then I would hear this noise a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what a perfect reason! What a perfect reason! Well, thank you, thank you for. Answering Justin's uh, very big question, um, I really appreciate mm. that. And have you uh, have you got a busy um, week, decade, uh, century ahead of you? I, not not studying history, or, or what are you going to be doing? Yeah, um, well, I've got a lot of uh, potatoes to pick. Right. Um, it is we are coming into winter, so I've got to get ready to hibernate. Of course. Um, so I'm knitting a lot of jumpers, eating a lot of nuts, and uh, you probably won't see me until the spring. Sounds sounds great. Sounds like a great way to do things. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you don't mm. don't forget where your shoes are. You need that. You need actually. No, you won't need them in the winter. Yes. You're hibernating, so actually you'll be. I'm high, but I want to make sure when I wake up, um, I'm not I'm not looking for them for too long. Yeah. Slippers. And I'll need my slippers for hibernating. Yes. Very good. Idea. I think. Very good. Idea. Um, but thank you for that reminder. Well, you're very welcome. And thank thank you for, for coming back on the show. And thank you for answering uh, uh, Justin's question. And uh, good, good luck with the hibernation. Sure. Thank you. See you on the other side. The sound of this act moves through the air in all directions. Thanks so much to Charlie Vero Martin for so brilliantly answering Justin's questions while expertly ignoring all of history. Um, Justin, I do hope you liked your answer. And if not, why not write it on a shoe and leave it on top of a bus shelter and then I'll never have to see it. If you have a question that needs answering, then please, please, please do send in some ASAP, especially if you haven't before, um, and get your cheese sandwich brains, I'm sorry, grown-ups, to help you email me at podcast.comedyconfidkids.co.uk. And of course, if those grown-ups would like to support this show, they can sign you up to the Linda edition uh, via the button on Apple Podcasts or the link in the podcast below for Acast Plus or Patreon. It just is $2.99 a month. That is whatever currency um, you have, whether it's yen or dollars or pounds or potatoes or parsnips or uh, weevils um it also means you'll get an advert free version of the show and every episode will arrive in your podcast app one day early too Ooh. um do check out our live shows at comedyclubforkids.co.uk as well so uh, i've been doing some investigating while you listen to that and what what is it now no i definitely didn't say anything wrong look i'll even check that whole last bit <laughs> No! I didn't even have a guitar. This is very fishy indeed. Who are you, mysterious talking voice, anyway? Who are you? Fred, the mischievous sound-warping fish that lives in my ear? What do you mean, Fred, the mischievous sound-warping fish that lives in my ear? 
The phone didn't even ring. This is all you just shouting into my brain. Well, that is enough of that, Fred. You just wait. And don't you come back. So, I'm sorry, I hadn't been saying anything wrong at all. It was just that awful fish that somehow got in my ear. This is so weird. But what a relief. I really thought I'd been going completely bonkers. But it's fine. It's all fine. So that just leaves me to say... Bye! Pickled blueberries! No! You have been listening to... Comedy Club for Kids presents... Radio Nonsense! Radio Nonsense! Radio Nonsense! Radio Nonsense! Radio Nonsense! It's the end.